0: What is good YouTube Quinway basketball analysis coming to y'all with that instant analysis on a double overtime game that the Bucks ended up winning on ESPN. Um, I love what I seen out of this teams in the fourth and then overtime they played hard. They really wanted to win. They really gave it they all. The first quarter was terrible and crappy and a little rough to see 13 to 12 Milwaukee both teams couldn't score they couldn't even make a layup even if it was wide open but the game opened up and it became a lot better 26 to 26 in the second quarter the bucks took charge 24 to 21 in the third quarter the raptors made things interesting 38 to 34 in the fourth quarter you got to give credit to Gary Trent for making a big shot you got to give credit to the raptors for not quitting for not giving up giving themselves a chance to win the game, and that forced overtime where the Bucks was able to win seven to four, and they won the game 104-101. This was a thriller. This was a heartbreaking game for the Raptors. They need every win that they can get, and unfortunately, they just couldn't get this one home. They came close. They had the crowd on their side. They had momentum on their side, but the Bucks defense was excellent, and I feel like that's something that they just ended up falling short. They just couldn't score enough baskets, and that's usually how they lose anyway, and it was their Achilles heel tonight. The Raptors fall to 16 and 22. They're 11 and nine at home, which is above 500 still. And the Milwaukee Bucks, they've improved to 25 and 13. They are now 500 away from Pfizer Forum. They're nine and nine. Giannis had another triple-double game, 30 points plus 20 and plus minus four personal fouls. He did have a huge amount of turnovers, 12 tonight, almost a quadruple double when you think about it in a goofy way. One block, 10 assists, 21 rebounds, 15 to 21 from the free throw line. He got there at will whenever he wanted to get to the basket, whenever he wanted to get to the free throw line. He was able to do that consistently tonight. 1 to 3 from the three-point line for him and 7 to 18 from the field. Brook Lopez really rebounded well. He usually doesn't. He, he was he was a man on the glass tonight. Toronto is a smaller team, so you can do that. And I feel like the Bucks utilized their size tonight, and that was one of their biggest advantage, and I feel like they took advantage of it. Nine points for Brooke Lopez, plus 17 and plus minus. Five personal fouls, two turnovers, two blocks, two assists, 19 rebounds, which is huge for Brooke Lopez. He usually don't get that many. from the free throw line, 1-3 from three, just like Giannis, 4-11 of from the field. Javon Carter had another game where he was scoreless, but he played good defense. Negative 10 and plus minus, four personal fouls, one turnover, three assists, two rebounds. 0-3 from the three-point line, 0-5 from the field. Pat Connaughton, 15 points plus six and plus minus, one assist, six rebounds, five of 11 from the three-point line, five of 12 from the field. Grayson Allen had a terrible game the last game, but had a great bounce back game this game. 16 points, plus eight and plus minus, two personal foul, one turnover, one steal, five assists, four rebounds, six of eight from the free throw line, two of five from the Three-point line, 4-9 from the field. Sumu, zero points, negative four and plus minus, One assist, two rebounds. He also was 0-3, from, 0-1 from the three-point line. Bobby Portis. Another double-double for him. So it was three guys on the Bucks that got double-doubles. And Bobby Portis continued to be a machine when it comes to rebounding the basketball and scoring efficiently. 14 points, negative 15 and plus-minus. Two personal fouls, four turnovers, one block, one steal, 12 rebounds. 0-4 from the three-point line, 7-16 from the field. The Thanasis actually played tonight, but he didn't really do anything. Negative 6 and plus-minus. He missed his only attempt. Jordan only had 5 points, -15, two personal fouls, two turnovers, one steal, two assists, one rebound, one and two from 3, two of 5 from the field, AJ Green had five points, plus twenty-one and plus-minus one personal foul, one steal, two rebounds, one or three from the three-point line, two or four from the field. And Marjon Beauchamp had a good first half, ten points, negative seven and plus-minus three personal fouls, three turnovers, two assists, four rebounds, two huge threes to give Bucks a cushion, two or three from the three-point line, four or six from the field. Serge Ibaka, Wesley Matthews was healthy, but they did not play. It was a coach's decision. They shot thirty-nine percent from the field. from three, 70% from the free throw line, but they had 73 rebounds, 26 assists, four steals, four blocks, 25 turnovers, 24 personal fouls. This was a rock fight. Both teams were stuck in the mud. They couldn't score. They didn't know what they was going to do offensively sometimes. This was a game where you just had to rely on your defense and just hope that you can get enough transition baskets and rely on your stars to make plays and make things happen when the tough situation that you are in. And I feel like the Bucks had the better player and that's why they had the better results. 11 points for Pascal Siakam plus a one and plus minus five personal fouls, three turnover, one block four assists, eight rebounds three or four from the free throw line or two from three four eighteen 18 from the field. Didn't have a great game or a good game had really a bad game tonight 14 points for Ananobi, negative five and plus minus, two personal fouls, one turnover, four steals, nine rebounds, two of eight from the three-point line, six of 18 from the field. Scotty Barnes hit a big mid-range jumper, but it wasn't enough to get them – over the hump, 19 points, negative one and plus minus, five personal fouls, one turnover, one block, three assists, four rebounds, one to three from the free throw line, of 04 from the three point line, nine to 19 from the field. Fred Van Fleet was the heart and soul of this team. He was pushing, he was trying to find guys, he was looking to get guys involved, and he did the best he could. 28 points, plus six and plus minus, four personal fouls, one turnover. Three steals, 12 assists, so 20 and 10 for him. 8 of 8 from the free throw line, four of 14 from the three-point line, 8 of 23 from the field. Gary Trent Jr., 22 points, plus one and plus minus, two personal fouls, two steals, three assists, five rebounds, three of three from the free throw line. He was 3 of 12 from three, but he made the one that mattered most because it gave them an opportunity to still win the game. 8 of 23 from the field. Um, Chris Boucher. Five points, negative 11 and plus minus, three personal fouls, two blocks, one steal, six rebounds, one and two from the free throw line, all three from the three point line, two of eight from the field. Harmon Gomez, zero points, but he was plus five and plus minus, had one rebound, zeros across the board. Precious Chua, two points, negative five and plus minus, one turnover, two rebounds, or two from the three-point line, one to five from the field. And Malakai Flynn had four rebounds, or two from the field, or one from three, one turnover, two personal fouls, negative six and plus minus, zero points. Young, Birch, Coloco, Dalton, junior did not play although they was healthy coaches decision 32 percent from the field 19 percent from three there was nine to 46 from the field they couldn't buy one even if it was wide open even if it was a practice shot they couldn't hit the shot even if it was in the ocean 80 percent from the free throw line was they bread and butter 47 rebounds 22 assists 10 steals four blocks eight turnovers and 23 personal fouls This was a long game. This was a hard-fought game. Both teams really couldn't score, but it was because they had long, lanky defenders that really made it tough at the rim, made it tough inside, made it tough to get the room that you needed to get the best shot available. That's what you call 90s basketball, where it can be fun competitively, but it can be tough to watch offensively. But it was a game where I was intrigued to see who was going to win. It looked like the Bucks was going to run away with it. It seemed like they was going to um, just just get get their they, they vibe going, get their strength going, and ride it to the victory. And then the Raptors said, no, we still got an opportunity. We still got a chance. We're going to make something out of nothing. Let's make this one last run to see if we can get it done. And the Bucs couldn't hold on to the basketball. The Bucs couldn't execute. The Bucs couldn't rely on Giannis to bring them all the way home. And it was an opportunity for the Raptors to take their time, run a set, get the best shot that they, they can. And Gary Trent took his time, got the shot that he wanted, that he was comfortable and felt like he could make and he knocked it down. Next thing you know, it's overtime, and the Bucks have opportunity to lose. But when you have a chance like that, and you have a team that coughs it up, you usually want to ride that momentum and win, and that just helps your season become better. Instead, it's another heartbreaking loss for the Toronto Raptors, who has been filled with them. They have lost games like this throughout the season, and they need needed this win the most to give them the momentum to feel like we can beat anybody. We can compete against any team just to give them something positive to look forward to as they have been in the funk this entire season, offensively and sometimes defensively. And the Bucks have too. Drew Holiday has been in and out. Chris Middleton has been in and out. They've been riding Giannis to the best of their ability, but he's starting to pick up nagging injuries. The more you rely on players, The more they have to do, the more injuries they can get, the more pain they have to go through with the heartbreak of giving a maximum effort and coming up short or losing, and that's what you see with the Raptors. It's a tough season to watch if you're a Raptors fan, seeing Van Fleet and them struggle each and every night to do the best that they can to win games in the NBA level. It's tough, it's difficult. But they're doing what they can with what they have and you have to give credit that they still compete and they still got the heart of a champion, although they can be under talented sometimes in certain matchups, they still give the best that they can and maximum effort, even if they're struggling in in hindsight. That's what 90s basketball was sometimes. We might can't score, we might can't shoot, but we're going to give some physical play. We're going to touch you up. We're going to bump you. We're going to knock you down. We're going to make you earn every basket just because we're earning every basket too. And that's why this was a rock fight game. Other than that, continue to like, continue to subscribe. Check out my Facebook page. It will be in the description. Check out my podcast at analysisplayground.com. Basketball analysis, that will be in the description. It's on Anchor FM. It's also on Google Podcasts. It's also on Apple Podcasts. Also, check out my merchandise. You can buy it on Facebook. You can buy it on Instagram. You can buy it on Twitter. Just message me. I can get it shipped out to you. Also, continue to like, continue to share. Trying to get this year started off right. Hope you guys enjoyed the video. Hope you guys enjoying the content. I got more on the way. The newest breakdown is out before this video comes out. And then I got Ja Morant next up. I got Fred Van Fleet next up. Got breakdowns are finally back. Hope you guys enjoy the work that I've been putting in. Got a lot of more content, a lot of more variety. Trying to switch it up a little bit more this year and give y'all the best analysis on the planet. This is my playground and I'm having fun in it.